Hey, boys and girls, welcome back to another episode of Ideally Though. Ideally Though. I'm your host, Erica, and with me is my hubby, my bestie, my butter biscuit. Yeah, what up? We in the middle of January. Yes. It is. Is it just me, or is it getting really cold? Yo, it's been a little nippy. It has been a little nippy. Who say nippy? Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, Caucasian audience. Uh, <laughs> nippy. <laughs> I'm trying to, you know, branch this over. Uh, yeah, a little nippy, a little cold, a little spot tea type of moment. Yeah, it's, it's chilly out. It makes you feel good about working from home. Could you just imagine oh, word, word, always heating yeah. up your car? Yeah, no, the other day, actually, because, like, uh, our kid, uh, you know, she uses the Publix. And uh, we were talking, and I was, like, looked outside, and it was incredibly windy. And I was like, I am so lucky I don't have to go out there. <laughs> I know, I can only imagine, but you know, like, if you ever took, like, the, like, school bus, like, it was hell yeah, getting up at, like, 5 o'clock in the morning yeah, yeah. to take so, the buses, so. She take her to the school bus, and it's like, yikes, be warm. Right. <laughs> now, do you think this, do you think only men be heating up the car, or do you think women heat up their car, too? Because little Duval said women don't heat up their car, and then that's why their transmission be still falling out their car. <laughs> and little Duval will be right, like, a little bit there. There's not many women I've known to, like, really heat up their car. Wow. But you do, you yeah. know, that. but that makes sense, right? You know what I mean? Uh, you grew up a lot with your father, so that makes sense, but... Yeah, other women I've known, like I have friends, nah. It's just, hit the gas, go. <laughs> what is it supposed to do? Like, if I'll be honest, I'm like, you know, what is the heat I mean, in? they're settling temperatures and stuff like that. Metal and shit contracts and expands. It's, it's all like, you don't want to, like, ruin the fucking car, radiator fluid, get that, that shit through. It's, it's like, it has everything to do with, like, antifreeze. It's like, there's parts of systems why you warm shit up. You know so you I mean? don't know. No, I'm serious. <laughs> that's, that's a good thing. You do that for those reasons. You could blow a radiator for for not warming up your fucking car or a gasket head for that matter. I yeah, I just want like you know, you get out there like ten, fifteen minutes before you really gotta go and yeah. just sit there, got the radio. You just thought on. it was principle just to stay warm in the car. No, no I didn't. Oh, okay. I just knew I, I knew you had to kinda of run the car, yeah, yeah, get yeah. it kinda of warm and mm -hmm. stuff. That's all I knew, but yeah. it, I didn't know really the depths. I don't know the depths. Like of the why. battery, even more so. Cold kills batteries and shit. Too. Oh so wow! The warmth of the car in itself, the engine is is gonna get the battery warm and nice and fluid. Like that science is the reason why you should always warm up your car. I mean, I guess it's the more you know, looking ass. Uh, I because uh, you know I'm not gonna act like I be little knowing. Duval got a little something to it there. It, it there's a little something to it. I you know nobody just gonna go out to the car and just start driving. That, I've known a couple of girls that have done that. It might be a West Coast thing because I'm pretty sure there's so many East Coast and Midwest it. people who know, like, I got to shovel the snow and they got to do things. Facts. So. That's probably what it is. It's more yeah. of a West Coast thing since we got more or less beautiful weather out here because this is a more favorable 
you know, place yeah. on earth. <laughs> is it just me or it just seems like it's been a lot of stuff going on and I couldn't wait another week to start talking about trendy topics. I was like, there's a lot going on. Yeah, the headlines have been kind of crazy as of late with a lot of shit. So what you got? I got some stuff. I wrote down a couple things. Okay. Okay, okay. so last week we talked about the whole Kevin, not Kevin Hart, but like Cat Williams. Right. And him kind of shooting off at certain comedians yeah. and things like that. And he even took shots at, at Kevin Hart. Um, how do we feel about Tori Hart going on tour, the Dark Matter tour with, with Cat Williams? Because it's kind of a thing of like where like opportunity versus loyalty, mm. you know, they meet. Mm. And you're like, okay, mm-hmm. you know, what should I do? Should I get this coin? Or, you know, my ex-husband and my family are a little bit more, I, I need the loyalty here. From what I've understood, or at least from what I can remember or recall, uh, you know, uh, Miss Tori Hart has always kind of had a chip on her shoulder when it came to him in certain things. She's had, she's spoken out, you know, and rightfully so because of how he's, you know, he's left the relationship and hasn't really, yeah. hasn't been the best. He's a habitual cheater. In a, in a lot of ways, exactly. So, you know, uh, I don't think her loyalty can apply into any of this because she, in the beginning, was helping him write his jokes. Mm, so okay. she's also kind of like a mini comedian of her own. Yeah, she just kind of let him step so, out. Yeah, and if she made the sacrifice to do the kid thing and you know put up with you and your cheating ass and all this other bullshit, you know what I mean? She can do what she wants outside of that now since you're not together and also jump on your arch nemesis fucking tour as a fucking fuck you and kick your back in. Cause do we I mean, think there's like uh, any animosity between Pat Williams? I don't think so. I, honestly, in my honest opinion, that's just me being devil's advocate there. In my personal opinion, I personally think that she's starting her career. She's trying yeah. her comedic career. And Kat is an individual, a comedian on his own, who's just known for giving comedians chances. Right? Yeah. I think there is more to say about Kat's card in the system in this. That's true because when you think about all the tours that Kat, uh, Kevin Hart has been on, and I ain't seen Tori on none. Exactly. And, but he goes on Shannon Sharp. He sets this motherfucking internet on fire. Mm-hmm. And then not only that, then he puts on your ex-wife. Yeah. I mean, it's a kick in your fucking back. You know what I'm saying? And but do they I'm have okay beef? There's like Kevin Hart and Cat Williams Texas. They've either? had beef for 25 years. Mm. They've had beef for 25 Why, years. Why? Because it's like two short comedians going <laughs> at it? Or no, no. I think it's more or less a... Uh, <clears throat> there, is a there is a half of the... I'll say there is a subsection of the, the comedian realm that feels as if Kevin Hart is a plant. Wherein yeah. he got his sitcom and like his special incredibly quickly without doing the actual work. Because the work that they saw him doing on the road was not good enough. I understand that because you see, you know, we saw Cat Williams in, in the 90s doing stuff and, yeah. and like Flaming Monroe doing stuff since yes. the 90s. And you're like, these people are barely just getting on the yeah. way we think you know, earthquake and yeah. all these other. So it's like, damn, yeah. how is Cat Williams always on like with stuff with like The Rock and he has all these movie deals Kevin and all. Hart, yes. Yeah, Kevin Hart. I'm uh-huh. sorry. How's like he has so many deals and it was just like it was real. Like we knew that uh, Soul Plane was a flop, but he it was like that did nothing. He took a hit to the chest and he kept or going didn't at all. Yeah, yes. and it was just like that's okay. We got you. Yeah. It kind of felt like that. You Not know, saying popping he, up in the forty-year-old virgin from nowhere, middle of nowhere, and yeah. skyrocketing to being in the in what he is now. I mean, nobody can doubt his work ethic to where he is now and the people he's put on in his 
in his personal circle. Yeah. But I haven't heard anything that is outside of that circle. Not like I've heard from what Cat has represented. And all the other comedians that have now prior come out of that from that interview and said, like, yeah, no, Cat is known to do this for people and help this and da-da-da-da-da, you know? Yeah. It just puts a lot more credence into what that interview what is he was saying. What saying, he, what he yeah. Because, I don't know, like, I don't want to take away from Kevin Hart. He... He put a lot right. of work into what he's done yeah, exactly. and things like that. But I just am like, you got it so fast. And it's, I mean, in our eyes, it looked kind of easy. Yeah. That we were like, damn, like, we've seen you in every little thing, all the BET movies, too, he was doing. So I was just like, okay. Yeah, it seemed like it was not that bad of a stride to climb that mountain yeah. for him as it was for any other person that, or, or any other comedian who was mm -hmm. in that same realm. Because yeah. if, if Cat was saying that, you know, Every contract he or movie role he was getting for the that five year period was also on Kevin Hart's desk or whatever. Yeah. Then you know it's just it it just means that maybe there was an initiative from somewhere that may have put him in his situation. I mean, and if there was, good on him. Maybe he just scored the lucky golden ticket like fucking uh you know Charlie and the Chocolate Factory or whatever the fuck Willy Wonka style. But like you know, I I feel like it it does give credence to a lot of stuff. I feel like. Tori is allowed to do what she wants in her career's type because she set herself back for him in so many ways, right? Yeah. Um, it just makes more sense. I don't know. I don't. I wonder if they had a private conversation, like you know, if TMZ asked me, I'm say I'm proud of you, but like I think it's kind of fucked up. But it's like I don't know how much loyalty I have to you because I mean, yes, you're the father of my my kids, but like I gotta I gotta get it too. Yeah, you gotta eat. Yeah, you and yours gotta eat. Yeah, and yeah. just like you were saying with like. How easy it was, or it seemed very simple to climb. Yeah, you still have actors like like Taraji who's saying like it's still hard. So I, I I get what you're saying. Like, how did this happen so fast? Perfect segue into Taraji, if you don't mind. Uh, how do you feel about Vivica A. Fox saying what she said about Taraji's uh interview and how she feels about black actresses? Yeah. So with Taraji, you know, she did her. She you know she's been doing her press tour for the Color Purple. And she talks about yeah. just like not the great greatest opportunities that her at her caliber is getting yeah. still. Yeah. And I think she's speaking for a lot of black women, black people in the entertainment and acting in Hollywood business. Yeah. Um, I think it's kind of fucked up on Vivica's side that you didn't like kind of stand in solidarity because let's be honest, I'm pretty sure you ain't getting the greatest of deals. You might be comfortable right now, yeah. but stop acting like you be, you were given great opportunities. Sometimes people are complacent. And they're like, well, I mean, from the people I had, like Cicely Tyson, people that came before me, I think I'm doing pretty good, but we want to go past the damn ceiling, yeah. you know? So I thought it was very, like, I don't say shady, but very, like, it was an Aunt Mean Girl kind of comment, like, I'm good. Yeah. And it's like, we need to stand for each other because she's speaking for everyone and people coming after her. She's trying to bust that door wide open. She even at one point said she was going to stop acting. She went to Broadway because even after Baby Boy, she was like in Benjamin Button, this, it wasn't paying. It wasn't doing what it was supposed to do. Yeah. But she thought, you know, people seeing her as the A-list and she not getting paid that. Yeah. Um, I didn't like either kind of how Fantasia they did ads. Like uh, Taraji said, you know, they gave us rent-a-cars mm. for the color purple. And I'm like, it's unsafe. Like, I, I would rather get a, can I get a driver? Yeah. Especially when you don't know the area and the weather and things like that. And yeah. Fantasia, 
made something or a little comment close to like, well, you know, I'm a Southern girl, so I don't mind driving. But I mean, that's you. And I'm gonna be honest, you yeah. used to only doing tributes on BET. Sorry. <laughs> but someone of her caliber and not even have to be at her caliber. But come on, there's some accommodations that have to be made for people. Yeah. Yeah. So I think Vivica and Fantasia, I was kind of looking at them a little sideways, like, you know, come on now. See, I was uh, completely unaware of the Fantasia thing, and I, I side with you on that too, because that's not your experience right now. You're yeah. not even in the same caliber of the conversation. Yeah, sorry, not that, sorry, like, yeah. Yeah, no disrespect, but, you know. Yeah, yeah. no shade, but like, but, like, I'm busting my ass as an actor. Calling a spade a spade is, is just what it is. So, but it, it does feel very dismissive of Vivica yeah. to, do, oh to do that, because it's like, what Taraji was saying wasn't just for her situation. Yeah. That is, there was some countless other actresses and actors, black ones and others. But usually what, what I've noticed and as I've been looking at certain uh, types of think pieces online, it always takes most of the time black women to like hit a certain spot and then everybody else gets to level up afterward. You know what I mean? Or immediately yeah. afterwards. Like, but, so... It's like she's the one who's putting up this milestone again because this is not something that's not unfamiliar. Yeah, it looks like she's even a little nervous to even say things because I'm pretty sure she had experience where she's rocking the boat and and she's seen fellow yeah. people, fellow comrades um, get blackballed. Yeah, you know, so she like uh, you know she's crying in interviews and it seemed like she's even unsure if she want to open her mouth. Yeah, because of the repercussions of being closer to the Tyler Perry's, the Oprah Winfrey's. That speaks to the black experience in Hollywood. That yeah. just speaks to the back. It's just been repetitive over time. And now that you know people, we are in an era where people feel safe, where they can be you know supported, mm -hmm. or even more so feel like they can voice themselves and get to their core audiences and say something to them, they're going to take those chances. Now, on the other hand, you can look for sympathy and be you know, a victimless victim in one mm -hmm. way, shape, or form. But no, this is an actual true thing that's happening. And Vivica's dismissal is like shunning everybody else that has already said this in the past and who's probably going to experience this later when other salary caps raise. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So... If she's sitting this milestone down, it may not have been your experience, which you could have said, you know, like, what she says, I definitely agree with, even if it wasn't my experience. That's classy enough. It ain't your experience right now. I, I guarantee you Vivica has had that experience. I mean, the memes online after she made that statement was hilarious because they kept putting that in. She she does, like, shitty commercials for some insurance company. Or yeah, whatever. come on now, girl. Then, come on. Is this you? Right. <laughs> so come I mean, on. It, it it's it's really it's it's a bit dismissive. It's it's not it's not supportive whatsoever. And I feel like in an era right now where we are, especially in the climates that we are in, uh, it was irresponsible. I think also she Taraji even said um about working, you know, as Cookie on Empire. Yeah. So this is kind of have the black face of Lee Daniels, right? And saying like she had to fight that first season yeah. to get trailers that were not like infested with bugs. Mm. Does it feel like, cause I've noticed with certain people who get blackballed or you're going against the higher or the, the, the upper know, echelon. Let's just of say black that. people. Yeah. Do you feel like they get, they become a little bit more offended if you talk about working conditions and how much you get paid if it is black production? If you're being yes. a black actor, actress, entertainer, and you're talking about someone yes. you work with, a Tyler Perry studio or something, and it's you not getting what you need, and 
you know, the accommodations. Do yeah. you feel like it's more that they're like, you should shut your mouth and be grateful? Because they feel like it's a grateful brotherhood, like we're keeping no. this in the family type of situation. Is no, it's like no, this industry has had standards, and if Leo DiCaprio is getting something over here, and I'm doing Leo DiCaprio type of work for exactly. you, I'm gonna need that type of standard to be expected. Yeah, the line is not drawn at race. No, it's not drawn <laughs> at fucking race. It's no, it's not yeah. near that. Sometimes so. I feel like that because we're seeing things like with Monique say yeah. speaking out and like Cat Williams saying things Absolutely. for like Steve Harvey. It seems like if you start talking about these black people who are really high up, yeah, it's Billy Daniels yeah. and all them. Sports. It feels like yeah, they you could get blackballed. That's why it's scared. You're yeah. scared to even say things. It's like no, we're one race and we should be. But the thing being now is, I don't believe that you're you're necessarily going to get blackballed like that anymore. The audiences are different now. We're way more attached to you now, and it's easy for you to get in touch with us now at a click of a fucking live button. Yeah. So, I feel like that would that's what gives the. Uh, the old term, the gumption to cat, you know what I mm -hmm. mean, to do what he did on on, on Shannon Sharp without the repercussions. Because the fucking people who are who I want to see are gonna see this, all thirty or forty million of them that did, you know what mm -hmm. I mean. And the other ones who I don't give a fuck about are gonna see it too because it's as big. But I don't give a fuck about because I'm talking to the ones that I wanted to. I feel like last year and the last couple years, it's definitely shined the line. Like I said before, uh, tra the transparency with Hollywood and how. We're getting treated. For sure. I thought at one point, fuck baby boy, because it was it was BT and stuff. I was like, yeah. I want to see you cross over. When Taraji did Curious Case of Benjamin Button, yeah. playing his mom, Brad Pitt's mom, I was like, yeah, she yeah, didn't yeah. cross over. Like, she A-list. Yeah, she's She should be getting paid. And when she said she wasn't and hasn't, and she got not even a quarter of what Brad Pitt yeah, made. Same thing with the NASA movie, movie she I did I was as like, well. are you kidding me? You And she got nominated for an Oscar. And I was just like, Getting nominated, getting all these accolades on me, shit. Man, it's like it, it's it's like nominated just means you got a certificate, a certificate of fucking attendance at this point. Yeah, like all my accolades. Thanks for fucking being a part of the movie. Like yeah. no, like, people voted for me to be up here on the stage. Mm -hmm. Like even if I'm a nominee, I didn't win. That still holds should hold some fucking weight. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's it's weird, and I definitely don't think that uh that was the right step for Vivica to do. But I think that Taraji's message. For all of actors and actresses alike, mm -hmm. in that way, fits the sh the shoe fits. Yeah, and I mean talking more about like accolades and awards. So we've seen that Angela Bassett finally got an Oscar. It's yeah. an honorary Oscar. Yeah. Does it feel like it's it feels in some kind of way like it maybe is not as big because yeah. it's not for best actress or best supporting no. actress. If you had me at the word honorary. Yeah, I was like, ah. What the fuck is honor? Okay. People uh, get honorary Oscars. Mariah Carey has like an honorary Harvard uh, degree or yeah. some shit like that. I don't believe she's a uh, Harvard graduate. So there's no way that certain people on a certain platform, the ones we are, we are constantly mm -hmm. talking about who are treating people like this, you know what I mean? Yeah. Are going to look at that and be like, well, it's just it's honorary. It's like you're a winner. You're They gave it to you. You know what I mean? It's. Well, the thing is, when you look at honorary, can we look at it in a sense of, you know, this is Oscar for all of your body of work that you've done? Because there's been many of things that she should have gotten an Oscar they, for. Those are called Lifetime Achievement Awards. Why didn't she get one of those? They have an award yeah. for that. In Lifetime Achievements are the, your when, works. When people get honorary Oscars and stuff, I'd be like, so 
can they not win an Oscar for that? It makes me feel like you guys have your mind set. It just feels that's that's <laughs> the reason why I, I I just feel a certain way about the the uh, award systems. Honorary means nothing to me when it's honorary. I can make you. This is the honorary. Greg Day. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It kind of makes me feel like you guys might not ever give yeah. her an Oscar, but you want to give her one so we can shut the fuck up. Right. And that's not that's not fair to her because of all her body of work. And has anybody seen American Horror Story or anything she's been in in the last like three to five years? Yeah, she's years? played Coretta Scott King. She's played uh, Malcolm X. Why she played Tina Turner? Dude, she's, she's played very always. Yeah, like historical people. Like always killing. Yeah, people, you know what I mean. And so why is it honorary? It should be lifetime achievement or Give her something for best whatever the fuck she's in, yeah. and and let that ride because those are the things that appear to, at least optically for most people, those are the things that matter. Am I proud that she got something so yeah. recognition? Absolutely. Absolutely. I said, get your Oscar. I mean, honorary or not, word. you got it. Word. Because it's about fucking time. Last actually. year, I'm gonna be honest. Last year, I thought that she was a shoe in, and but I knew Jamie Lee Curtis did such a good job mm. on the movie. Mm. Jamie Lee Curtis doesn't really do movies that give depth yeah <laughs> so i was a little upset just a teen teensy bit because i was like this is the first movie you do something and it's not depth it's you know because oscars they lately have been putting movies out there that are not boring lately because remember back in the day it seems like oscars you had to really play it some was, you know really boring shit, yeah, yeah boring ass movies but you start putting in some good movies and i was like really jamie lee curtis she never really she's a scream queen Angela Bassett for everything she does. She's the mother in Wakanda, you know, yeah. like everything. She plays specifically historical characters, and I just thought she was gonna get it last yeah. year. But I couldn't be mad at Jamie Lee Curtis because I really felt like she did her thing, even yeah. being a nepo baby, whatever. But I'm just like, when are we gonna get it? You and know. And again, it still feels like we didn't get it. Mm -hmm. It's still a substitute for something and it feels like niggas just gotta substitute for everything I until they, and still I'm tired one. of us always having to do that she definitely is going to continue to be as great as she is in whatever she's in so hopefully in the future it doesn't remain honorary yeah you know what she's I mean she's one of my favorite actresses she looks Absolutely. so good she she's in her great. 60s like it's I fantastic I fuck. Mm, me too. I'm just <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> okay so I was like damn you look damn you look good yes ma'am <laughs> okay so um, did you remember a couple weeks ago that man out here in Las Vegas, he jumped over that judge's podium, <laughs> yeah. right, because he was about to get charged? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, come to find out, they added six more charges mm -hmm. to his record yeah. and attempted murder. I said, damn, he, I he don't probably, know if he was trying to murder the lady. He was probably choking her because she wasn't screaming or anything. He was really... Did he put his hand? I didn't see all that. So did yeah. he put his hand on her neck? Oh, yeah. He hopped, He cleared an entire bench horizontally. No toes hit nothing or anything. And to land on top of her and throw her down and put his hands around her. She, like, she, she moved a little slow. But I want to say this. It's actually disgusting. Yeah. That he was able to get as far as he did. Man. Are you kidding me? How? I mean, Judge Judy did say something. She made a comment about it. She was like, I'm surprised nobody shot him. And to be honest, I was, like, Yikes. I was surprised nobody shot him too. I was surprised no one shot him because he's black, but I didn't <laughs> like her comment. <laughs> that is fair. I didn't like the I didn't comment, like the comment. Judge Judy being Judge Judy. That comes, my, I make that statement just knowing the climate we're in. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It, I am surprised he got that far because nobody, and nobody shot him. Because yeah. that was incredibly aggressive. And for him to be able to make a leap. 
that far. With yeah. the record he has had. Mm-hmm. No way. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, fucked up comments, but... And when you already originally is getting an assault charge, why do we not have two or three bailiffs or something? Like, we, I feel like that person was a little older, they was very yeah. retired, yeah. and he did a Michael Jordan leap, and <laughs> from what you say, he was choking, he was choking, I, mean, I did not see her get choked I out. I mean, uh, bitch, what? it was all over. So they said attempted murder on an older person or something like that, that's the charge. I was like, I don't know about attempted murder, but Again, because you said he was choking, and I guess... That looks like attempted murder to me, right? Yeah, and his sister was like, yeah, you know, he has a history of mental mental issues or... Schizophrenia is what it thought it was, but, I mean, they're going to be probably trying to see if they could put him in some type of, uh, you know, mental facility or something like that, which, Mm. if that's the case, then, you know, whatever, get him some help, but still believe that nigga somewhere where he ain't hurt nobody, because with that record he had... Yeah. Yeah, nah, dangerous, dangerous. Do you have anything else? Because I actually don't have too much left. Oh. I, I, I mean, I think you had grabbed my Vivica thing. So, you know, <laughs> I don't have too much left to talk about. But it's been a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. So I had an interesting little, like, tech thing that I wanted to talk about. Um, more about the AI situation. You heard about it actually creating an image of God. I did hear about that, or like how angels look. <laughs> I've heard that. So okay, um, we they there was a uh, a study and a test, and somebody was trying to get the um, ultimate epitome of joy. What is the ultimate epitome of joy? And the uh, AI started doing it in levels of how joyous or how euphoric a person or a thing could be. So the example was a rabbit. Mm. A very happy rabbit in the beginning. It was just a simple rabbit in the middle of a field, you know. And it escalated to something that was the craziest depiction of what God is. Okay. Um, so step by step, the actual uh, – the questions began to get weirder. But there was a bunny in the middle of a field. Second step ended up being uh, – a bunny who was just smiling with like a like a cupcake. Was that supposed to be the epitome? Of they're God? just no. They're slowly ramping up again. Okay. It's the level of joy. joy. Just go with me. Okay, gotcha. The level of joy. So show me a happy bunny. It shows a happy bunny, a happier bunny. Oh. A much happier bunny, and each and every exponential time, the picture just gradually got like happier and happier mm-hmm. until the point that it ended up becoming more like a psychedelic trip for the bunny to a degree and this is like midway okay so down here we're still in reality we're still in kind of like an, an era where it's like grass fields and rainbows and yeah. all unicorn stuff and all that stuff mm-hmm. and now it becomes more like an acid trip it's psychedelic oh wow and, but the bunny is still there and now the bunny becomes enlightened the more joyful bunny becomes more enlightened and Ultimately, over the longest run of the test, it became more of a fractal eye. I've never, I, I know you've heard of the names of the different types of angels, like cerebim and, and, and things of that nature. Yeah. Uh, it looked exactly like what like biblically accurate angels look like. Wow. Google big biblically accurate angels. I know, angels. it looks a hot mess. Like, and it's, yeah, it's kind of scary. It's the reason why they say, like, don't fear or whatever, right? Yeah, like in the Bible, you know, sometimes it's like they're. They're fearing the angel. Don't be, yeah. Don't, don't be, be scared. Yeah. Don't all be that. scared. Uh, and the fact that the AI can depict something like that just by asking how it show me something that is 
euphorically happy? Mm -hmm. What does it mean to be this happy, enlightenment happy? Like, it was incredible to see, but also incredibly scary Wow. to me. And I thought that was very interesting that, like, AI has a concept of God in a way. That's kind of cool. It's cool, but yeah. creepy. <laughs> you know what? I had saw something a couple of days ago. So some scientists in Kentucky, mm. they sent a message to habitating planets. Mm-hmm. or that might have life on them so i feel like okay maybe we're not getting told something <laughs> like <laughs> there's planets close by that have maybe some kind of life there and yeah. they sent a message about why you should come and visit lexington kentucky <laughs> oh, shit. so i was like what the hell why kentucky why kentucky well i don't know i don't know no. so it makes me think that it you know well I don't know if I ever knew if it was really a thing or not, but like sending those messages out yes. and yes, I don't know if it's more like a message we've in a been, bottle. We've been sending out radio signals and things like that for into just habitable planets for, for decades now. Uh, the only being thing is they're radio signals mm-hmm. and radio signals travel slower in space in a vacuum. They take years to get to. So, so let's say there's a planet. I'm not going to be right with the estimate of numbers, but let's just say there's like a planet a thousand light years away. That planet, our radio waves will get, you know, over to it over a certain number of years. Mm-hmm. But it would be like the 1958 war or whatever the fuck yeah. that's going on and not what's happening in the present because that's as, that's as fast as it travels in space. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting to me is we've been getting signals back forever. I don't feel like, have they been saying anything about these signals? It's, it's been very hush-hush. So what signals have they heard? We've heard things from uh uh there's this meteor that that went past or this thing that came with our aerospace uh uh called Oumuamua. giant fucking I think four to five football football field long object in space that flew past us and boomeranged itself around us and it communicated itself out to us like years ago and then it watched itself move itself around us this is like factual you can go like google Oumuamua. Yeah. and there's been plenty of other signals uh that have come out that other observatories around the world have been like we don't know what this is oh okay i was thinking that maybe there was a signal like <laughs> hey this sharkisha and jupiter <laughs> you know what what y'all really got going on what y'all got to eat over there on earth that's what the signal I'm trying to hear. You know what I'm saying? You talking about stuff bouncing. I want to hear Sharkisha uh, alien uh, <laughs> on Saturn ring <laughs> talking about what they're doing over there and they gossiping. Like, we gossiping back and forth, you know, talking about the shit over here. I, I'm not, I don't know if they are not gossiping back and forth. We can't say that. You know, I don't trust the government. But we're <laughs> <laughs> kind of, you know, sharing our little stuff to take on things. But I do know that, yeah, no, it's we've been getting radio signals and sending out radio signals for decades and we've mm. gotten stuff back we oh, have damn. gotten stuff back, which is eerie because i mean that also could be like you remember did you hear about the florida mall aliens? yeah yeah so like i feel like we're getting closer and closer how even how ridiculous some of it's sounding mm-hmm. it's got to be some truth to some of this Something stuff on, man. yeah just go ahead and tell us is they friendly aliens or are they not are yeah. they independent or is they a little in between <laughs> like mars attack and xenon three <laughs> You know, we want to know. So we're just trying to figure it out because we got to, you know, we got to ramp up ourselves. (laughs) Okay, make my heart go boom, boom. My sister, no, girl. (laughs) Anyways, is there any last words of wisdom you want to give out to the baby girls before we go? Hey, watch out for them aliens because they real. 
They yeah. is real, and you should have listened to your great grandfathers <laughs> when they was trying to tell you they got abducted and they was naked. <laughs> all right, you guys, just remember we drop our new episodes audio-wise every Friday on all streaming platforms, and please catch us on YouTube at Ideally The Pod yep. on Sundays. Like, subscribe, hit that bell button. Yep, beat the shit out that like button. <laughs> and we'll catch you guys next week. Bye. Yeah.